Hello and welcome back to Avant-Garde Talk. In today's episode, James and I talk about WandaVision. There will be spoilers, so if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend you stop listening right now because you need to see all the twists and turns in WandaVision for yourself. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Alright, so start it off. Tell me how you feel. Lay it on me. Well, okay, so I absolutely adored WandaVision. I thought it was really, really good. There was really no dull moments. Um, The acting from... Catherine Hahn, Paul Bentony, Elizabeth Olsen, like, completely incredible. Like, they deserve Emmys. They're, they're wonderful. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I loved it. It it was really good. Um, I'm really excited about phase four after watching this. It sets, it sets up phase four really, really well. Um, yeah, the whole series as a whole was just amazing. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it was really good. Um, I think something that a lot of people are going to take away from the show in a negative aspect is that it wasn't super big, crazy, uh, like, universe-altering events, yeah. I guess. At least in the immediate sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of people, we'll talk about it later, but a lot of people who wanted the multiverse to happen, who wanted X-Men to happen, all that, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's cool that they didn't. Yeah. Uh, it... Because one of my favorite parts of the show is just how focused it is on Wanda as a person. Um, they do a lot of character building with her, mm-hmm. including more details about her past that they can now legally include. And also maybe some direction on her future and even just what she's going through in the moment. Because when the show starts, you really don't know what's happening. Yeah, It's not until later on in the show where you really understand like why it's happening and how it's happening. And where she was mentally and emotionally before it all started. It's like heartbreaking a little bit just seeing how awful she really is doing. Because everything is kind (laughs) of going downhill for her. And that's one of my favorite parts of the show is that they really explored her as as a person. Rather than it just being like, oh, superhero time. Let's go beat up some bad guys. Let's do it. (laughs) So I, I, I really like the show for that reason. A lot. There are other reasons too, but that's probably the biggest takeaway. Yeah, the show is really sad. Like what, rewatching really it now, knowing like what happens at the end. Like those first two episodes are much more heartbreaking to watch, um, especially when we see the magic show, um, and mm. Vision refers to himself as an illusion because he is. Oh, oh. it hurts. <laughs> it's pain. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many little things in the first two episodes that are just awful. And I think that one thing that I was thinking about is, like, Wanda is clearly aware that this thing is all her creation. Mm -hmm. Specifically, going back to, like, that that episode where they tried to, you know, send a missile at her. And she just walks out and is like, don't do that again. Yeah. (laughs) And then dips. Um, The fact that she immediately bought in is so, like, heart-wrenching to me. (laughs) She didn't even question it. She just... (laughs) She screamed for 25 seconds or whatever it was and then looked and saw Vision and she was like, all right, let's do this thing. Yeah. I'm here for it. And man, that hurts. It, that hurts a lot. It does really hurt. You know what hurts? Just like the, <laughs> you know, the deed to the house. Oh, the deed to the house was the calendar and that's why there was a heart there. Yeah. And then also uh, to grow old in. Stop. <laughs> uh, I get sad when I think about it. <laughs> it hurts. It really does. It hurts, man. And <laughs> it's crazy that, like, Vision is 
vision like he's an, a vibranium robot who is like the smartest being on the planet and he just buys them a little plot in new jersey yeah to just vibe <laughs> like oh he could have done so much more and he just chose to not <laughs> because homie was in love yeah but mm-hmm. man man oh man well i think that's that's pretty good but how'd you feel about the ending specifically so i had mixed feelings about the ending and my initial reaction was like was that it like because it it was a very relatively simple ending i mean the show itself is extremely complex and this one was like i expected a really complex ending like a lot of cameos but that didn't happen um so i was a little confused but i thought about it for a few days and i actually really really like this ending um Mm -hmm. so yeah i i like that they didn't have anything crazy happen i liked that wanda she didn't go crazy she didn't open up the multiverse that we all thought she would because she was um (laughs) upset that her husband and children aren't real um she (laughs) took ownership and we saw her grow as a person and as a character so i actually really really like the ending yeah i i agree um I wasn't dissatisfied, or I, I wasn't disappointed. Mm-hmm. I do wish there was more to an extent. Yeah. Um, considering what they did to hype it up, I think that was their fatal flaw. Because yeah. Paul Bettany was like, oh, we have a Luke Skywalker-level cameo, and <laughs> it's going to be crazy. There's nine hours of content. And people are like, is this episode going to be like a movie? Like, what's happening? <laughs> um, yeah. And it ends up just and and they cut a lot of stuff. There's a rumored tenth episode, like secret episode, which yeah. I guess they had ten episodes at one point and then just cut it down to nine for some reason. Whatever the timing was, just weird. Well, there's um, technically a tenth episode, but it's be- uh, like the behind the scenes how they did the Mandalorian, but it's like yeah. Well, I guess they, there was like a big interview that um, the director did on a podcast. I forget who. What it was called the. Fat Man Begins, I forget who's on it. I just saw this in a video. And I guess, like, there were more episodes planned, and there was a lot of stuff that ended up getting cut out um, Mm -hmm. because they just didn't have the time. And I guess there was a 10th episode that was in the works that they just, they kind of condensed down uh, and combined with some other episodes to get more vital information across faster. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I'm not not upset with it. Um, I did... Appreciate though, like going back to what I said about the show as a whole, they they kept it focused on Wanda, yes, and and her relationship with Vision rather than starting it off as Wanda and Vision and then ending it with, oh, here's Crazy Witch Lady and the literal <laughs> Devil and Doctor Strange is here now and oh no, X Men <laughs> are real and this is <laughs> this is the guy from the X Men movies from the two thousands, yes. You were right. That is why Evan Peters <laughs> yeah. is here. So I, I kind of appreciated that it was just her with small details thrown around. Like you have Tommy and Billy now in the in the pipeline. Like they're they exist mm-hmm. to be focused on later. Monica, Photons, Spectrum, whatever her name is gonna be, she exists to be focused on later. Yes. But they kept the focus on Wanda and what she was doing and what she was feeling. Mm-hmm. And and White Vision, of course, he's there to exist later. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with it, even though they hyped it up. 
way yeah. too much. I feel much, like in my part of the problem was that the first problem is Paul Bentony was <laughs> he was joking about the cameo because he was like, I wanted to work with this actor forever. Uh, I don't think he it's realized. Him. Yeah, it was him. I don't think he realized what he like. I don't think he realized what he was saying. Um, <laughs> would have made the fans like this crazy but one of the problems is like james and i have talked about this before like the mandalorian has set up expectations for certain shows um and also fan theories kind of ruin the show because you get your hopes (gasps) up and like you think this is gonna happen and it doesn't and you're disappointed i'm not disappointed i really like the ending but i know people are because like um dr strange didn't show up i mean i think that would have been cool but this is WandaVision. It's not WandaVision plus Doctor Strange. And we got right. a really good, like, look into how they're going to set up the Doctor Strange film with the second um, extra credit scene. Extra credit scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, College game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, got extra and- credit on my stats exam. Just saying. Okay, anyways, not important. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, we saw her, like, studying, like, Strange did in Doctor Strange, so that sets it up perfectly, um, but yeah, I, I liked the ending, um, and I think we can move on to, like, predictions we had that a thousand and one percent did not come true, because <laughs> some oh, of mine are yes. pretty comical. <laughs> I, I have quite a few, quite a few here, so the first one, I think everybody thought this was gonna happen and it didn't uh was mephisto showing up Mm -hmm. i I think that was just like the universal this is what's happening and we're gonna accept it and then when it didn't it was more surprising than if he had actually showed up uh so that that's like quote unquote the big one but everybody knows about it so it's not really that big same with the multiverse being ripped open um yeah i think a lot of people were predicting that would happen i was very very hard on that train I was like, one of my one of the things I have written down is Wanda will lose, but more painfully. I really thought this this was my like big wild card ending, right? I thought everything was gonna go down with with Agatha, and they were gonna be fighting, whatever. Maybe Wanda wins, um, or thinks she wins, and then there's like this reunion, and she pulls some chaos magic BS and like fuses her vision with the White Vision. Um, and then they become one and it's just like normal mm-hmm. vision again and he can leave the hex. And then like, it would be this big happy moment. And then Mephisto would just like, the bunny would turn into Mephisto and be like, oh, here I am. And just rip vision in half, like super publicly and grotesquely, like straight up ruin everything mm-hmm. <laughs> that Wanda had just done. And she would have just lost it, gone crazy, yeah. ripped over the, the multiverse, like, all this crazy stuff. Obviously, that didn't happen at all. White Vision just kind of bailed after <laughs> yeah. getting memories. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was I was very wrong in yeah. how I thought this was going to end up going. But uh, y- y- give me a few. You, you give so, me. A few. I have more, but you give me a few. So I thought that Agatha. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not um, because we don't know about future films. But I thought Agatha was going to be the anti-villain. Which, basically, she's kind of like Loki. She's kind of bad, but she's, like, not at the same time. And I thought she genuinely, like, she really just wanted to know what Wanda, how Wanda created this, like, world. Um, And she was going to help her, like, defeat White Vision and Hayward and all those people. Um, Obviously, that didn't happen. But I actually do think that Agatha is going to end up, at one point, 
um, in the future to be the anti-villain and help Wanda? Maybe? I, I, I don't know. I think it'll be one of those situations where it's like, not really blackmailed, but Wanda's like, you can either stay in this trance or you can help me. And she'd be like, okay, please let me help you so I can do something else other than be the nosy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> I got one, um, like, prediction right, which was Billy, Hexvision, Wanda, um, and the other kid. What's the kid's name? Tommy. Yeah, I just said the other kid. <laughs> um, the are going to have an Incredibles moment, which they all fight as a family. That did happen. Um, and it was really cute. It was very cute. Yeah. One of my favorite moments was when she was like, kids handle the military, and then she just pales. <laughs> yeah. And then they handle the military. Um, so one thing that I really wanted to happen that didn't was that White Vision was going to be Ultron and that he was going to be voiced by James Spader. Um, I just love James Spader and his performance of in, of Ultron in Age of Ultron is just incredible. And so I was, I really want him back in the MCU. So I was really hoping that he shows up, but obviously he didn't. <laughs> Um, and then my last one, which I, I'm pretty sure everyone had, was Doctor Strange shows up at the end, um, like, to tease the Doctor Strange multiverse thing. Um, mm. Obviously, didn't happen, but that's okay. Here's some of the more weird, like, less important ones that I had. I had an idea at one point that Hayward was Mephisto, but then that was pretty obvious that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, what if he's a scroll? Which was, like, halfway right, yeah. because there was a scroll, but it wasn't <laughs> mm -hmm. him. Um, I thought Monica's engineer would be Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. You know, Mr. Fantastic, the man himself. And I was like, hmm, Yeah, I did too. Um, I also thought that because of... I, and I know that Monica was, like, a special case, but I was, I was thinking, like, what if going in and out of the hex, all of those people got, like quote-unquote the mutant gene where like their thing their like cells were altered on a molecular level like darcy was explaining to monica and like if anything happens again they will all turn into mutants um i was thinking that maybe even like when the hex goes back over them like darcy would have become a mutant which would have been interesting mm -hmm. uh clearly that did not end up happening but that's besides the point i guess <laughs> Um, I, I hope at some point they explain if anything happened with that because it's it's weird that it would only happen to Monica unless she had some like prior exposure to some stuff yeah which they might explain in Captain Marvel 2 mm -hmm. I hope um, and then there's obviously like the Evan Peters being X-Men Quicksilver thing. yes um, yeah. that one I have a few okay it's not issues it's just <laughs> I was a little disappointed I don't like, I understand why Marvel did it. it it's kind of funny that they did, they, it's like, really revealed funny. it the way they did. Because everyone's like, oh my gosh, this is X-Men. Like, okay, here we go. But they revealed that it wasn't him. And it, Evan Peters was just playing, like, a random dude. <laughs> I I don't mind it, personally. Yeah. But it was still a little weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah. It was very funny though. It was very funny. <laughs> I was, I like, I laughed and I was like, they really got us. They did. They did. They bamboozled us. Oh, do you want to quickly talk about the first two episodes <laughs> and our like distaste for people who said it was awful? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say a distaste, but yeah, sure, I'm here for it. <laughs> okay. Um, 
I just think that there were, a, like, going back and watching it again, I think there were a lot of, like, really small things that mm-hmm. are very deliberate. Um, and, I mean, I can understand not liking the sitcom style. I personally yeah. don't mind. Um, I, I really, I don't mind a laugh track. I think that it was just what was in at the time. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's still show writing, you know, like, there's still decent story. So, I don't know. I, I don't mind the laugh tracks. Also, because they use the laugh tracks in really weird ways. Sometimes I thought it was funny. There's, like, things that wouldn't be funny yeah. at all would cause the laugh track to happen. I was like, what? What's going on here? Um, but mm-hmm. there's just so many small things. Like, I have, like, 20 of them listed out here. I'm not going to, like, go through every single one of them. <laughs> but it, there's just, like, when they're when they're on the, the dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Hart, he's like oh, there's all this chaos going on in this house. It's like, okay, that could not have been more deliberate. Um, <laughs> the the heart on the calendar, obviously, was yep. from the deed. There's, like, at the end of episode one, there's the, the pan out from the TV that the S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that ends up being Darcy, I believe. She's, like, watching mm-hmm. the episode. There's, like, a helicopter whirring in the background. And I have this idea that it might have been the one that went into the hex that night. Ooh. And like, ended up turning into the um, into the toy that she sees in episode two, mm-hmm. because I mean, I don't know, it's just like a little subtle thing. Um, Agatha is like super funny during that meeting, during the committee meeting. She yeah. she said something like, "How is anyone doing this sober?" Because she's drinking out of her flask. And I <laughs> thought about it for a second, and I was like, technically, she's like more sober than any of them because yeah. they're all being. <laughs> kind of intoxicated by Wanda. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They're kind of just yeah. following orders unwillingly. Uh, whereas Agatha's, like, the only one who's really aware other than Wanda. So she's just watching it all, and, like, this is so, like, cringe and gross, and I mm-hmm. hate it. Why are we here? Why are you doing this? <laughs> so I thought that was a really funny comment. Um, they started yelling, what's in the box, like, Seven style. <laughs> During the magic show, they're all like, what's mm-hmm. in the box? Well, I was like, oh, no. Um, there's just so many small things. I love them, to be honest. Like, every everything that was done had such interesting meaning behind it. There's mm-hmm. very few throwaway lines, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that people who say the first episodes were bad just weren't paying attention enough. Exactly. To, like, the small things like this. I don't know. She's making it herself, but it's also... She's, like, giving herself away too soon, which is really funny to me. Yeah. She's not, like, worried about keeping it super uh, concealed because she's the only one who's going to know if anything goes wrong. And then, like, Agatha's like, you want to do that again? (laughs) In the later episodes. That was so funny to me. That was really funny. It was also creepy because any moments like that where, like, the filming style changed from, like, um, Mm -hmm. retro to modern and, like, the music stopped and it was complete silent and they didn't... One of my, like, favorite things from, like, a filmmaking perspective is that they really paid attention to those filming styles and especially the audio. So... Normally in a scene, they make sure to get rid of like all the static and all of the walking around and like breathing sounds. Um, but in moments like that, especially when she said, do you want me to take it again? You can hear them shift. You can hear the static because it's it's a yeah. really uneasy moment. And that was meant to take you out of like, I'm not watching a show anymore. Mm-hmm. Like this is actually happening. I thought it was really cool. Um, 
Something that I also loved is that the gray scale would constantly change. Like, at first, I didn't really understand why it would happen. I knew it was happening because I could see it in front of me. Yeah. But um, it happened because it was there to represent that they're moving through time really quickly, like, through, um, like, the decades of the different styles. So... Um, in a scene, it will be like this gray, and then it'll go lighter, and then maybe a little darker. And I thought that was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think I've talked about the Hayes Code many times before. <laughs> Don't know on this podcast, but definitely to James. Um, <laughs> the Hayes Code is one of my favorite things about film history because it's really funny. Um, and one of my favorite moments is when we see Wanda and Vision in two separate beds because. Um, the Hayes Code, you were not allowed to show unmarried people in real life in the same bed. Um, so that's why in the Dick Van Dyke show, um, they would sl- they would sleep in different beds. Um, and Wanda brought them together, which represented they're going into a new decade after the Hayes Code. So my film nerd self loved this show for those reasons. So yeah, it, it's a really, it was a really good show with, and they paid attention, like, the directors and the writers and everything so yeah also they the costumes attention. amazing yes. oh yeah oh. oh man when when wanda's like is it about how i'm dressed and Ag- agnes at the time she's like well yes but it's too late for that it's like that was really funny yeah. i just think that the the main thing about the first at least two episodes um is that nothing like obviously significant happens mm-hmm. i guess everything's super weird like like, especially the first episode, the only out thing that happens is the the guy chokes, and then they, he's, you know, Vision saves him, and then they're just kind of normal again. Yeah. That's the only out thing that happens, besides, like, the pan out. Uh, and then in the second one, it's starting to get a little bit more, where you have the helicopter, and then the Dottie situation with the, with the radio, mm-hmm. um, and the magic show, and then, no, the magic show's pretty much fine. And the beekeeper. The beekeeper was at the end. And she got oh, pregnant yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, if you watch those episodes, like, blatantly, obviously, like, to the to the just eye test, nothing really happens. Um, other, the, the, probably the biggest things are the radio and the, and the beekeeper. Um, yeah. Which were very weird and nobody understood them at the time. And a lot of complaints was just like, oh, nothing happened. Um, which I think is a dumb reason to not like a show, at least in the first two episodes, because nothing ever happens in the first two episodes of a show. Yeah. It's like setting the it Mandalorian, up. if the child didn't show up in the first episode, people would have been like, the show sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because nothing happened. It's like, okay, he fought some things and then went home. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you can't have a big reveal in every single episode. It's not gonna. Yeah. That's not how it works. Alright, and that is it for this week's episode. So you may be wondering, why did this episode end so abruptly? Well, I'll tell you why. So the bot we used to record our Discord audio randomly decided to eat itself from existence. So James and I talked to ourselves for about 40 minutes, which is great, which is fun times, right? So just so you know, the last 40 minutes were the most emotional, the most heart-wrenching, the most informative. We sounded so smart too bad we do not get to hear that 40 minutes because of the bot (laughs) anyways i hope you guys have a great week and thank you so much for listening to this episode